Hey everyone, welcome to Neuropod. In this episode, we'll cover recent developments from the company Neurable. Neurable is working on creating non-invasive brain-machine interfaces and was founded by Dr. Ramsey Zalcade in 2015. I was fortunate to have the opportunity to ask Dr. Alcade a series of questions. And in this first clip, Dr. Alcade gives some background on how Neurable progressed to where they are today. When it comes to Neurable, it's, it's a very like personal journey for me. And so I like to tell a little bit about the story and where we began. So the story of Neurable starts when I was eight years old. My uncle got into a trucking accident and lost both his legs. Growing up, I saw him struggle with a lot of the unnaturalness of his prosthetics. And it motivated me toward dedicating my life toward what we at Neurable call a world without limitations. I went to the University of Washington. I studied control systems and machine learning there for prosthetics and then the University of Michigan for my PhD in neuroscience. And about after five years, of, uh, I developed a signal processing pipeline uh, that was able to clean brain-based signals significantly better than any existing platform. And, and that's really when Neurable was born. And we've been on a quest from that point on uh, toward bringing neurotech devices to billions of people. I'm personally a huge fan when companies are started because the founder is personally motivated in the way that Dr. Alcade is. Uh, at first, we started with these laboratory-grade technologies that use gel, and we raised about $2 million by having investors drive a little toy car around. Uh, it was really cool to, to, you know, have them control a little car, and they'd be like, holy crap, this is real. And it was just it was super cool to just, just have that kind of moment. This is a clip of a girl using a prior version of the Neurable headset to control a toy car. As you can see with the smile on her face, it seems magical that she can do this. Uh, with that money, we went to we went from gel-based electrodes in 2011 uh, to using dry electrodes in 2015, and eventually going from six dry electrodes, uh, uh, eventually getting down to six dry electrodes, and then placing them inside a VR device that we actually were able to do our, our biggest kind of demos with. And it was pretty awesome. It was a demo where you don't use any hand controllers. Uh, you basically only use your brain activity to grab objects, throw them, telekinetically interact with all the devices. Uh, and it was essentially an escape the room, but with your brain. Honestly, it's the best uh, VR experience I've, I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's just there is no limit, only our brain to limit the kind of experience we can build with such technology. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen at SIGGRAPH by far, and uh, this is my 18th SIGGRAPH. So I think in all the time I've been to SIGGRAPH, this is probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. First time I, you know, grabbed a little spinning plane and grabbed and pulled it towards me. That's kind of crazy. And that brings us to today, where we've been continuously improving our proprietary signal processing pipeline over the last 10 years to be able to reduce the hardware designs while creating products that consumers actually want to use every day. And this enables us to use uh, control devices uh, with our brainwaves and understand human emotions at a greater fidelity than any other consumer brain computer interface company uh, on the market. And, and our headphones have these unique sensors, which I'll show you when, when I zoom out of this, this slide deck, uh, but they measure electrical signals from your brain and they seamlessly integrate into the ear cup cushions of, uh, of headphones. N10 has cutting edge, soft EEG sensors woven into the ear cushions that detect these signals and interpret them using advanced signal processing algorithms. And this has been about 10 years of work following the Moore's law of accelerating reduction in size and complexity, but we're at a cusp of something so much greater. Let me give you an example. Uh, I've actually been controlling these slides using only my headset. So I'm just going to flip through a few slides right now with my hands up real quick. 
So you can see throughout this entire presentation, I haven't had any false positives. It just works seamlessly whenever I want. I'm able to move forward uh, without any issues. And that's really where we start to see kind of the future of where this technology can go. But everything is, is hands-free, voice-free, and that's really what, where we see uh, the technology going in the future. So, you know, imagine a future where your brain sensing headphones, earbuds, glasses, or contact lenses are your computer. Uh, and the phone is being used like we use a desktop now, where you can understand cognitive states. Uh, so you're empowered to be your best self. You're able to diagnose mental health and disease even earlier than you ever have before. And you're able to control your technology using your wearable devices. This demo demonstrates to me that even non-invasive brain machine interfaces will have real use cases and applicability for disabled or fully abled people. Even though Dr. Alcade is engaging in a fairly simple activity of advancing these presentation slides, I predict they'd be able to use these electrodes and processing to play simple video games like Pong, Brick Breaker, or Tetris. Also, in an earlier conversation with Dr. Alcade, he let me know the name Enten came from the Spanish word Entender, meaning to understand. They want to have this initial project enable people to focus and understand better. The conclusion section of the Neurable White Paper on the tech used with the N10 headphones says, quote, In summary, N10 represents a leap towards bringing neurotechnology out of research labs to daily life and solves several important challenges that BCIs face. First, N10 uses dry electrodes made of fabric to record EEG activity, hence simplifying setup and comfort for the user. Second, EEG sensors are integrated in a device of everyday use, a pair of high-quality headphones, making them unnoticeable to an external user. Third, EEG data from several sensors are transmitted wirelessly with millisecond accuracy and processed in real-time to extract neural features. Within just half an hour of launch, Neurable funded their goal for their N10 headphone campaign. And the next question we asked him is, could you let us know what percentage of your team is focused on hardware, software, or signal processing? Yeah, uh, surprisingly, our internal core team is uh, almost all software. We work on signal processing pipelines, both filtration systems and machine learning systems, in order to improve the signal that we pick up from brain signals. So this can be either for non-invasive signals like EEG, for example, the, the headphones that I'm wearing right now, or it can be for even invasive signals. And the technology actually started with invasive signals. Uh, and so as invasive technology becomes more, more prominent, we were able to transition our technology onto those systems as well too. Uh, all the hardware that is done is done with external partners. Uh, we really take off the shelf devices. Uh, our, our aspect of hardware is we work with these partners to put them in form factors that people didn't think were viable uh, like headphones and earbuds and, and other devices like that in the future uh, glasses, uh, and then show the world that with our signal processing techniques, we're able to do far more than has ever thought was, was, was feasible in these types of devices. Next was, you mentioned other products like earbuds, glasses, and contact lenses. Where do you see Neurable being in five years? And do you mind sharing more about future products? Yeah, uh, really N10, this is just the beginning. Right. Like uh, it, it, the main goal for N10 is how do we make an everyday brain computer interface? But then once we have this device out there and people are using it and wearing it, 
we're able to collect data from them, obviously with, with their consent um, and continue to update the product software wise, similar to like a Tesla model where, you know, you buy the car, but then there's software updates over time here, you buy the headphones and we provide software updates that give you more uh, cognitive analytics to, to better understand yourself. And then also more forms of hands-free voice-free control. And then longer term for the company as augmented reality or other types of devices become more readily available, uh, we are going to start integrating into them. Uh, our belief uh, at least is that when you buy your AR glasses, you're not gonna want to strap extra controllers to your hands or do all this extra stuff. Uh, you're not gonna wanna carry extra peripherals, right? Uh, you're just gonna wanna put on your glasses and that is your control source and your display. Uh, and so that's where our technology integrates really well into the future of uh, human interfaces. Last, are there any trends in the industry you believe are here to stay? One thing that's definitely here to stay is that neurotech is, is starting to gain a significant amount of momentum. Where I think that uh, it might be a little bit uh, underlooked is some of these non-invasive uh, companies. You know, there's been a lot of developments in the last 10 years, especially that has made non-invasive solutions really come into their own uh, and provide very specialized forms of uh, value to customers. And so that's where we, we you know, I see a significant uh, uh, area of, of, of growth uh, outside of neurotech. I mean, like cryptocurrency, I, I really believe in that. You know, uh, there's a lot of other tech as well, too. I, I think right now uh, I was talking to a, a prominent investor and he was telling me that in the past there used to be like the one big thing, you know, whether it was software, whether it was kind of like the industrial age that, you know, manufacturing, then it became robotics. Now there's like 10 different things that are happening at the same time. The, the pace of technology is just going so much faster. Uh, and so many of these factors are working together to, to allow for, you know, the future to come much faster than we believe. Neuropod is not compensated nor affiliated with Neurable. Thanks for listening. Since you've made it this far, we greatly appreciate your support by liking, subscribing, and following us on all the major social platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you really enjoy our videos, we'd also greatly appreciate your support by clicking the join button down below the video or going to patreon.com slash neuropod. Thanks again and hope you join us again for the next episode.